What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Whiskey Jedi. I am Jake Berlin, uh, and I'm joined today by a fellow friend, uh, Schmodown legend, Sean Sullivan. <laughs> no. A legend in my heart. No. Did you say, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but you're wearing the shirt I gave you for Christmas and I'm wearing the jacket you gave me for Christmas. Yeah, uh-huh. That was <laughs> that was kind of intentional. Well, what's funny is I was going to wear this. I was so I was going to wear this on my on the Gucci vs. Boba show last week and I went, no, wait, I'm going to do Whiskey Jedi next week. So I probably shouldn't. I should wait and wear this on Whiskey Jedi next this week. This was completely unintentional. I had no idea before we started the show. This was I, intentional because I don't have a lot of, of – I don't, I don't own that many Star Wars shirts. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's a close thing. Also, hi, Mono. Hello. Are you feeling is his, name, his name's Mono? I just know him by RD Films. Yeah, his name's Mono. Oh, hi, Mono. Um, I mean, that's not his real name, but um, okay. okay, fair enough. He's he's RD Films on on on. Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to reveal this, <laughs> but I will anyways because I love him. He's uh he's RD Films on on Twitter and YouTube. And he's okay. Mo uh, Monoku Metal in Twitch and uh, okay. Discord. So okay. he's he's in like the, all the Blunderdome stuff and Got it. Got my it. stuff and Alex's stuff and uh, your stuff. If you did Twitch, Jakey, should you do Twitch? I don't have time for Twitch. Don't yeah, I and know. you know that I barely have time for Twitch. <laughs> I know Twitch is a lot. That's a whole different entity. Yeah, um, it's well, especially because most Twitch streamers, it's not like an hour or two hours. It's like. Let's stream for four fucking hours. It's like no, no, yeah, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have time. I love it. I love it. But other people, I know you do, and you do a great job. But man, you stay up late. Well, I I want to do it earlier, but you know what? Here's the here's the kicker. I found that, and and who said this? I forget if it was Reefton who said it or um, uh, it might have been uh one of the other. English or Scottish viewers was I am a European friendly streamer because when I, <laughs> when I hours. stream, yeah. because yeah. when I stream is early for, or it's late for Pacific, it's too late for Eastern. So I've lost them. Sorry. It sucks to be them. Um, uh, and then it's um, morning for Europe and it's afternoon for Australia. Oh, so, so Andy got, probably said it. It was an Andy. It, no, I don't think it was Andy because Andy because Andy wouldn't have said European friendly. He would have oh, said, "Oh, that's right, that's right." That's Australian right. friendly. Okay. Robert. Okay. Well, Mono, I didn't want to reveal your real name. Yeah, Robert just sounds weird. So, oh, it was Matt. It was Matt. It was Maddie. Garner. Oh, Maddie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, like, Damn it, who was it? But it was like, <laughs> yeah, that night it was like a whole bunch of uh, there was like six or, six or seven people from from England town. They're, they got a good group of people. I, I mean, we, we yeah. had a couple of them at Spectacular, and there's a lot of them in the chat. Artie's always in our chat. It's very nice of him. met him. Um, all right, so before we get to anything that is Star Wars, uh, we've been talking about doing this one for a little while, and schedules have, have always been hard to align with us two, but you texted me a few weeks ago about a certain whiskey mm -hmm. that uh, compares to one that I turned you on to last year. Mm -hmm. So we, we are double fisting tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We got monkey shoulder and we got mash cut, which Sean's got the bottles right there. Um, and you texted this to me and you said, uh, this is monkey shoulder in a different bottle. Do you want to explain that to me before we uh, get going? So 
flavor well i mean a the bottles are almost identical <laughs> they, so, they are they are identical <laughs> so uh for for anyone uh for anyone who wants to know they are both well yes they are both blended malt scotches mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um they are both i believe space side scotch blends don't quote me on that yeah space side scotch blends and um they both have very similar flavor and i think they're the same abv they're identical identical proof i feel like i'm tasting the same thing yeah so they are they (laughs) are they are almost identical and the kicker is now again i don't know international pricing Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. here in southern california mash cut is five bucks cheaper so mine was 24.99 i think Oh, and what's, what do you get a bottle for? A I think monkey shoulder was like 30 or 35. Okay. Cause I think monkey yours? shoulder I get for 32. I think mash cut was like 26. So maybe mine was 26 after taxes, but I think the price yeah. said like 24 99 or something like that. So, so yeah, I mean it, it, you know, and look, the kicker if, is that is uh mash cut is total wines version essentially. Right. From what it I understand. Is, and it's always hard to tell with that stuff because from what I did a little research when I got the bottle and from what I could tell, it's not okay. <laughs> Costco, Costco sells Kirkland brand alcohol. Yes. yes. And a lot of times that alcohol is identical to another alcohol because it's actually bottled by that company. Like Kirkland so, tequila or Kirkland vodka or is Kirkland is Grey Goose essentially is what I'm trying to say. Well, Kirkland Kirkland makes two vodkas. They make an American vodka, which is Svedka. Yes. And they make their Kirkland vodka, which is, yeah, Grey Goose, Grey Goose. 100% Grey Goose, to the point where it's in the same shaped bottle. <laughs> um, which I don't know how that's legal, but whatever. Well, it, there it says it on the back. It says bottled by Grey Goose. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, on the back it says bottled by Grey Grey, Grey Goose. They're not hiding anything. Um, now, my theory on that, I don't know vodka well enough, and I've never tried any of their whiskeys to, to tell you for sure. Um, but my theory is that it's not the same blend and not the same, you know, using whiskey terms, mash bill, but it might be the same um, – it might be like lesser cuts of a barrel or of a still mm. or whatever. Like one um, slight difference or something. Yeah. Minor differences, which is kind of what this tastes like. Um, There's a slight difference, but like so minor. Yeah. Cause I get on the, on the mash cut, the biggest difference I get is a bit more of a spicy. That's, what I, get. That's what I get. Cause I, I have to remember which one's which. And I, I, ch- I made them different just to make sure I know, but this is my mash cut. And I get a little bit more down when it goes down than I do with the monkey shoulder. It's almost like monkey shoulders right off the bat and mash cut is a little bit towards the end. Yeah. Monkey shoulders better up front, I think. And then mm-hmm. mash cut has that more developed end. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, they're the, the actual flavors of, you know, it's, it's what vanilla butterscotch. Um, it's kind of the little, typical stuff, a little hint of orange in there. Mm-hmm. They're nearly identical. Um, I think monkey shoulders a bit more buttery. Yes. I, now that you say that, yes, but I promise we're going to talk about star Wars at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, I know that those overseas, cause we, I know that we have, we literally have three people in the chat who are all overseas 
if you guys ever get a chance, we've been hyping Monkey Shoulder up for a while. For its price range here in the states, it's an incredible scotch. Well, I would assume, I would assume Matt and and Mono would be able to get it. Yeah, if you have not Super tried, cheap, because it is not tried Monkey Shoulder. Try Monkey Shoulder. You know, because it is for well, actually, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a scotch. It's got to be cheaper for it's, them it's than it is be for us. <laughs> um, oh, there we go. The moose, Mark. The moose. Yes. What's Hello, up, Mr. Moose. Moose is a great guy. I, I had a lot of fun meeting Moose the last two. Um, last I haven't two been events. able to meet him in person, but uh, was he I, at? Was he not at Spectacular? I don't know. I don't think so. Moose. Oh, then Spectacular. It, I don't know because because he was at. Um, he was. At I don't remember two... seeing him in the Finstock pictures. Oh, maybe he wasn't. He was at because yeah. he, he was at two of the um, cantinas because he played in one cantinas and one of them because yeah. he was at the one I got really sick at. Okay. Um, don't don't mix. Uh, oh, he was oh, in Belize, Belize, Belize at the time. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you're in a much better place. <laughs> yeah. Moral moral of the story: Don't mix. Uh, don't miss cannabis with uh, medication because. Oh. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. So I was told. Here's here's the fun the fun completely unrelated story. I was told that I wasn't allowed to have alcohol while I was on a medication. I was not told that I shouldn't have. Um, Oh, so it's a little more expensive over there. Well, but the one thing we're not factoring in, they might not have, they might have more taxation on booze than we do. I don't know. So it's like, it's like 32, I think, Sean, you said, right? 32, 33 here. I think, yeah, 32 or 33, depending on where you get, where you get it. Yeah. Um, but I think that'll go up because it's always sold out. It's, it's, I think it was the number one selling, um, monkey shoulder was the number one selling scotch in America. I think 2020 um for um for bars which makes sense so i, mean, I, I see it at every store i go to i see monkey shoulder it's yeah everywhere. um and it's it's just fantastic i mean yeah. it's it's got a much better color I'll it say. does i i like the color of monkey shoulder it's a little bit darker this this one being the monkey yeah. shoulder i just can a see slight the difference. color yeah i agree with that um all right you want to talk star wars let's talk yeah wars. hey so um <laughs> we're getting uh we're we're getting uh actual humanization of Tuscan Raiders. Do, uh, I'm so that I, I want to start that's a great way to start. Um I love that they are for the last 40 years they've been these savages who have roamed Tatooine. They've been deemed as like with these very exception. violent people. Remind me. Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, Knights of the Old Republic, which is what's something I will always forget because I haven't played that game in so long. I know, me either, um, and I can't get it to run on this computer. Yeah, I can't wait. Which for is that hilarious. I, that that yeah. remake is going to be incredible. But um, through the Mandalorian and through Boba, we are finally seeing a different side. That I mean, the word that everyone is using, the indigenous people of Tatooine, right? Like, right? They are the they are when we think of Tatooine. Of course, there's people and cities and stuff, but. The Tuscan Raiders are the people of Tatooine. And now we are finally seeing how they operate, that there are different tribes, like they said in this episode. There's different versions of them throughout Tatooine. And we're seeing that they're not just the savages that we've been led to believe through the last 40 years of Star Wars. Yeah, and and um, it's, it's so interesting, the influence of Tamura on the Tuscan culture. Yeah, because Tamura is I don't think two white guys should be talking about this, but you know what? We're going to anyway. So um, <laughs> Tamura is Maori. Um, and 
this episode ends with a freaking haka. Yeah, it does. I love like, that. And that's that the one so thing I see cool. people talking about the most. Yeah. Um, if if you don't, uh Jess Fan Can uh or Kiwi Kiwi Jess on I saw Twitter, Ki- I saw Kiwi, yeah. Um, who she is uh she is uh Schmoes of the North, uh uh or now um Northern Entertainment Group is I, I believe what they're calling themselves now, but um she did a huge long post about it. There was another post I, I retweeted today that I said everyone should read. Was Which really I read. Good. Yeah. Like, it's just so awesome seeing all of these. Uh, am I getting an echo? No. I'm hearing an echo. Okay. Maybe, it's, maybe it's me. No, it's, I think I know what it is. Uh, no, hold on. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. I don't hear it from my end. So maybe it's okay. me. Well, chat, tell me, uh, Jake, if you can hit, hit the cam mic gear, go to audio and check if you have echo cancellation on. I yeah. Echo cancellations on. Okay. never mind. Don't worry about it. You're fine. It's probably on my end. My computer sucks. Uh, anyways, it's, it's awesome seeing how many people are engaging with that, um, that storyline with the indigenous peoples. Cause for me, yeah, I mean, it's always been star Wars has always had that element of imperialism and that element of the indigenous people. I mean, you have uh, the Wookiees, you have the Ewoks, the Jawas, the Tuscans. Yep. Um, yep. To an extent, the Gungans, although that's much a small, poorly. a small extent. Yeah. It's much worse. It's much more poorly executed. Yeah. Um, very, very badly executed. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, granted, the prequels did not handle it well either Mm-mm. because the prequels didn't want to address it. At least episode one does address it a little bit. Yes. Okay. Um, the scene where uh, Boss Nass is meeting with um, uh, with Padme and her delegation, uh, he does say, "Like you know, you guys have always seen like acted like you're better than us. Now you're coming to us for help." Um, so that was nice that 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 element was there. But but yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, look, I'll be honest as a as a, a white presenting, straight presenting mail on the internet like the the plight of the indigenous people in my space films has never been something important but it also being presented in this way is very 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 uh enlightening to me and 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 you know uh it makes me feel good it makes me feel good to see that and especially seeing you know i mean tamura get to go through this process there i fucking love it well, and it's it's you can see that Favreau and Rodriguez and even Filoni, if he's involved to an extent, they created this series and they basically, from what my mind is thinking, is they sat Tamora down and said, "This is what we want to do. We need mm-hmm. you to help develop this." Because it is, yeah. it is his stamp is all over the place. You can Absolutely. you can clearly see that is Tamora and maybe a team that he has or people that have, they have brought in to help develop this and that this culture has heavily influenced what we see the Tuscan Raiders to be. And then not just yeah. in the end of it, but also the ritual of uh, the gaffy stick, the ritual mm-hmm. of the tree and what the symbolism symbolism of that means. Um, the whole episode was just planted with it. And it, it's, it's crazy to say, but, and I, because it's the story in the past and I know that it's only going to last so long, but it's what I care most about right now. Right like, now, I love the present day stuff and it has some very exciting elements, 
but I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with him and the Tuscan Raiders the most well, more than anything at the moment. I mean, ultimately, like ultimately, I'm signing up for this show for the crime boss elements and all that. Me too. Me too. But but yeah, you're 100% right. Like I just, you know, Jill was watching it today and we got through, you know, that first part where they meet the twins and they meet the they meet um I can't pronounce this. Black Kersantin. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's missing a few vowels. Um, I can spell it just fine. Just, There's just three R's. BK. Everyone's calling him BK. So, um, so yeah, they where they introduced Black Chrysanthemum, which how, excuse me, how fucking cool is that? I'm he looks so, so pumped, good. Man. I lost it when he popped up. I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah, there was a part of me that was like, wait a second, is that actually him? Did like, you stay up till midnight to watch? No, but I was up at four a.m., so I turned it on. Okay, and I watched right. it early, and I was like. No way. Like they're actually yeah. doing this right now. It's so fucking good. And and uh uh Cammy and Fixer. That that's the cool part because it's not it's not fan service like over the top. They are just they're two characters that are there that make that they're just there. And it's not I like mean, and it's it's impossible for it to be fan service because the average fan has no fucking no idea. It's just yeah. the look of them. It's just the look. Yeah, well, and like I, well, no. So the way I caught it, I went when they showed up. When they showed up on screen, I went. I love my first thought was I love that they gave them a very seventies hairstyle and they picked very classical looking actors to play these mm -hmm. these two Tatooine inhabitants because that's how we know Tatooine. And then Fixer's talking to the the Nick though, and the subtitle just gives his words. Yeah, but when Cammy speaks up, they give the subtitle cami colon because she's slightly off screen and i went wait a minute i know that name <laughs> wait a minute um so uh uh yeah i i i went hold on wait that's that's from the tashi station deleted scenes this is tashi station okay yeah. great yeah um which which adds up because um uh boba says in this episode you know Within a day's walk is Anchorhead, which is near Tashi Station, which is near Tashi Station and near uh, Moss Eisley, mm -hmm. um, closer to Moss Eisley than Moss Espa. Um, another thing I nerded out about Moss Espa looks so good. It, those white, those wide shots of Moss, Moss Espa. Yeah, there was there was one in this where we finally got to see outside like the crater, mm -hmm. and just like the yeah, just like the it, I'm gonna call them like the drone shot for the hell of it, but the drone yeah. shot even it's just it's it's so beautiful to look well, at. Well, so. Um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron for the N64. I didn't have a 64. Okay. So, so if, uh, <laughs> don't go back and play it cause it hasn't aged well, but that was my, that was the, the first video game I remember loving was Star I've Wars heard Rogue Alex Squadron. talk about that plenty of times. So, and it is, you'll also hear, uh, you can all, Eckhart's ladder has some good videos okay. on it too. Um, but there's a, there is a, um, there's a shot. There's a the, the the training mission. You're flying through uh, the valley near Jabba's palace, and it blows. My, okay, no, I have questions because we've <laughs> never gotten. Okay, wait, hold on, I got questions. <laughs> and here are my here are my set of questions. So we have never gotten a wide shot of Mos Espa before. No, in in the movies. No. Um. So here's where my questions come in. So, Just Palace is closer to Mos Espa, mm -hmm. which is why the Boonti Eve Classic takes place in Mos Espa and not Mos Eisley. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Because Moss Espa is the capital of Tatooine, not Moss Eisley. We just were introduced to Moss Eisley first. If anything, it makes very little sense that Boba would have gone to Moss Eisley last season. He would have gone to Moss Espa because that's what he knows. Because most of his work was done with the hut cartels in Moss Espa. Beside the point. So I am wondering if part of that setup was due to the fact and part of the design for the city is due to Rogue Squadron. And here's why. Here's why. Because in the tr the first mission of Rogue Squadron, you fly through you know, the canyons of Tatooine and you're killing probe droids that are attacking homesteads. Okay. Just very easy. Learn how to fly, learn how to shoot. Mm -hmm. And you do fly by Jabba's palace. Okay. And then the end of that mission, you're stopping tie bombers above a city in a crater. But it's not Mos Espa. Well, I don't think, I don't remember if they ever named the city. Let's let me see if I can find it. I'll just Google it. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, Rogue... Was it? It's it's called Rogue Squadron. Yeah. In sixty four, first mission. No, 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 no. Saul's on the next show I'm on, Thrawn. Um, that's on the Gucci verse. I mean, when I type in when I type in Moss Espa, this is an image that comes up, and it looks like it's in a crater. Yeah, and that's the that's the mission. Yeah. So maybe it just wasn't named. But it is know. called, well, no, because Rogue Squadron Mission 1 is called Ambush at Moss Eisley. Okay, so maybe they just didn't know back then. Yeah, so it does look like they've changed that, but it looks like they've used the design for... Um, It looks like they've used the design for... Yeah, anyways. Um, well, what, either way, I that think that's clicked very in my, cool. Yeah, and that clicked in my brain... Um, uh, Tuesday at midnight when I was or one 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 a.m. when I was watching it was like Java's Palace still looks great back then. Yeah, it does. That game is that game is wonderful. I really wish they'd do a remaster of it. Um, but they won't, and they've stopped fan remasters of it, so we'll never get to play it easily. Um and it's too much work to boot on the computer. Um so we, we haven't talked about Boba very much at all together. Um, no, shockingly. You, so outside of the Tuscan Raider stuff, what do you think of like Everything that's happening in Mos Eisley, like the casino and like how it kind of all like the mayor, how it all. Well, operates. I don't know yet. And that's my big okay. question mark. Okay. The one thing I have figured out is what is Boba's whole plan here? It's why? Why is Boba doing this? And question. I think that this episode gave us the big um, the big clue to that. Right. Because. This episode gave us Boba being inducted into the uh, Tuscan tribe. He's now a member of the of the Tuscans. I think, and I hate to say this, I think those Tuscans are going to meet a bad end. I said this, and everyone disagreed with me. And I think that's why Boba wants to take over Tatooine as Daimyo, because he wants to basically protect the Tuscans and the Jawas. I hope maybe one or two get out, but I really do think it's going to end in tragedy. I really yeah, do. I do too. I don't see a whole lot of ways. It doesn't um, uh -huh. personally, maybe uh, the warrior makes it out somehow. Well, I think that, I think that the warrior and the child, either the warrior or the child have to have to die. Mm -hmm. And I think the rest of them will shun Boba because I think that, um, 
it will be Boba's fault. Whatever happens will be Boba's fault. Which makes sense. The chieftain, um, the chieftain like bans him. Yeah. Uh, or, or it may be as a result of what happened this episode, right? The pikes strike back at them. They, you know. the pikes have to come back, right? They're not. Just they look so good. Them. They look also, so good, but they're not going to make those practical effects for one scene. Well, they didn't have to. They already have them. They, they got to come back though, right? Okay, wait. But is that the first time we've seen a pike without? That's a mask? the first time we've seen a pike in live action without the okay. face on. In okay. Solo, they had the mask on. They have the masks on. Yeah, yeah. And um, they were also very different because they had like the the breathing tubes. Yeah, they they looked yeah. very different. But uh, it feels like the pikes have definitely got to come back. Maybe. Well, I would assume they're going to be involved in whatever the deal, because we've seen the shot of him making a deal at a table. The Trandoshans and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that he's going to make a deal. Um, I assume the Pikes are going to be part of that, right? Because whatever Pikes are operating on Tatooine would have to be part of that deal. Yeah. Um, and that, means maybe they've been operating for, that means they've been operating for five years since that happened. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the Pikes would have been operated on operating on Tatooine always for, for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Thrawn, I don't know if we have a, a number for the droid yet. I, I don't really look that stuff up until long after. I wait till the season to be done, and then I'll look that stuff up. Um, and I I don't need to know it for Schmodown, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, question: How yes? How uh, how ecstatic were you to see eight D eight? Oh, I was so fucking happy. Well, I talked about this. So I talked about this uh, on something the other day. Probably Gucci, um, right? Maybe. Uh, it might have been on my stream. but um, Or it might have been on the um, on the Marvel show after you left. Mm. Um, I owned the 8D8 toy. I didn't own a lot of Star Wars toys. And my, like, my mom didn't know fucking jack shit about Star Wars. So she'd just be like, oh, this one says Star Wars on it. I'll grab it. It's like, mom, what the fuck do I need with the robot that, like... <laughs> From Jabba's Palace. Like, why do I need this? Right? Give me a damn Boba Fett toy, which I do have now. Where is my Boba Fett toy? I don't have one when I need one. Um, oh. I have the the one from when I was a child, although I did not own it. I, I have don't know a where he ass, went. I have a dope ass canvas poster that I have yet to put up of Boba Fett. That's it. I don't know where he went. Actually, let me he was a, show he's, that. he's a good boy. I don't think anybody's ever seen this. I might have lost him. He's here somewhere. Look at this. Oh, I love that art. That's such that's such good art. It's like classic Boba art. Oh, the Han Solo in the reflection. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that art piece. I think that was my computer background for a while. Oh, here we go. He just fell. He just fell as all. So yeah, I had um, a customer who was a, a toy collector. And uh, I was talking to him about Star Wars, whatever. This was at my old job right where I went into people's homes. So I was admiring his toy collection. And as I was leaving, he gave me the old uh, Power, Ooh, of the Force Boba, love that. Power of the Force Boba Fett with the big uh, the big jacked muscles. Because it, it's the series that makes Luke look like a freaking bodybuilder. I'm like, why does Luke look like this? He's not supposed to. I think it's because they were using the same, uh, the same molds as they would use for like... Uh, Action figures, like yeah, superhero action figures, like so GI Joes. Look, yeah, yeah, they all look dumb. But uh, uh, Thrawn, real quick, his name is Christian Wagner. Uh, he does all kinds of cool stuff. He's got an Ahsoka one. He's got a Grogu Din. He's, he's do, he does all great stuff. 
Um, his work's great. Um, okay, so more about this past episode. Um, Black Chrysanthemum officially working for the, the twins. twins. The two the twins are so cool. The huts. I mean, they brought they're bringing huts back into this. Like, uh, how do you? Feel I love them? the like. I love that they keep bringing up Boba doesn't have a litter. <laughs> yeah. And then they the two huts come in on the litter. And I also love I didn't notice this because when I watched it the first time, I watched it here on my computer. And then Jill was watching it in, in the on the big screen. And the litter's all bowed out for the for the huts. Like yeah. and everyone's struggling to like and they're all yeah, like shifting. Yeah. And I love that the brother, the brother is is dabbing himself with that weird <laughs> like a rat. With a weird animal. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> and then at a certain point he just goes all right i'm done with this yeah throws it away um it's you know this this series does so well with the the ambience of star wars like it has all of the uh you know all the background droids all the background aliens max uh, rebo max rebo and i i'm still not sure if that's figuring dan or the biff that is in the max rebo band the reason I'm leaning towards Figrin Dan is because in the first episode they were playing Mad About Me, which is the Cantina song. So it would, it would make sense. That makes me think, oh, it's this is the greatest team up of you it's know the greatest team up of Star Wars history. <laughs> especially because we know work has dried up in Moss Eisley, where yes. Figrin Dan was before. Yes. So why not move to Moss Espa? Mm -hmm. You know, because Moss Espa seems to be it's it's also so cool to see that the the difference between Moss Espa and Moss Eisley. Well, I, I called it the Las Vegas of Tatooine. Like it's yeah, it's very yeah. like popping, you know. Like there's a lot of people, the casino, like it's happening. Well, I think it was always like Vegas and Reno. Yeah, and Reno's not pretty. <laughs> like or Vegas and and Laughlin maybe. I live I live near Reno, so Reno's not pretty. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's it's like here's your two like casino cities. One of them is better than the other, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not that Vegas is even any better, but Reno just. But it, it looks it better. Be yes, it yeah. looks better. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's this this show. It's like we talk about uh, creators mashing their action figures together, and that's what this show is to to a high degree. And like, I, okay, so I have another theory here. Okay. So I think Boba is trying to be crime lord, not because. He's trying to redeem himself or anything like that, or because he even wants to. I think he's doing it for the good of the Tuscans. I mean, I could see right. that. Do you think that that leads to them coming back in the present day at some point? Uh, maybe. If maybe. The other option, though, is that it could just be that now that he sees himself as, as a Tuscan, he sees some sort of ownership to Tatooine. Right? because he understands the heritage of well and he's i think it was this episode where he said like the dune sea belongs to you guys yeah you know what he said he says you know every grain of sand in the dune That's, sea yes you know you, you don't you don't have to hide anymore like and, it, and it, the, it's theirs like it's their land yeah and the chief says but but the outsiders have technology mm -hmm. and he says well now you have technology yeah you know, every I, grain of sand yeah, I'm, I'm taking this from uh, someone else said it in another comment, but they said Tuscans of Anarchy. They yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, well, it's um, Curtis said that Curtis in the chat. Curtis said that. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 freaking I, I, I just, I'm just so happy with this series. I understand why people don't like it. Um, let me I rephrase that. Anybody say that, though. 
Well, there's a certain there's a couple people in our community that are not fans of it. Okay. Um, I won't call out or name names, but like, um, some people are going a little too hard on their negativity over it. And then, of course, Star Wars Twitter is nuts. Like, there's there's so many people on Star Wars Twitter that are like, "Oh, Disney Star Wars is ruining Boba Fett," or "This shot doesn't have the reek in it." Like from the flashback, like who the fuck cares? Oh, the the arena scene. I saw that. Yeah, that I one, which that. is the dumbest yeah. fucking argument. Who cares? And also, who cares? but but I will say the response argument of, "Oh, well, it's a dream sequence. He remembers it differently." I'm like, that's also a dumb counter argument. So both <laughs> of you shut up. The real answer is, who the fuck cares? <laughs> right. Um, and then, but, but you have a lot of people who are like, you know, oh, they're, they're really just focused on the Tuscans or they're bringing in their message or they're this, that, or the other thing. I'm like, look, they're actually developing a character in a wide release medium that didn't have development before. Now, granted, I know, and you know, and people like, you know, Harper and Alex and all our big nerdy Star Wars friends know Boba Fett did have development. Yep. That's why he's but, my second favorite character of all time. But never, never to a mass audience. Mm-hmm. Right? And if, you, if you're not if you're not developing a character for the mass audience, who the fuck cares? Right? Rogue One, I think, was, was heart hurt by the fact that Catalyst had all the development for the characters in Rogue One. I read Catalyst. I think Me you too. read Catalyst. I did. You probably had a better appreciation for Rogue One because you read Catalyst. I did. But there were a lot of people that went, well, this is an empty film. It doesn't this, that, or the other thing. Well, yeah. If you don't put that development in your wide release medium, you're never going to have that development. So I don't understand this thought of like, oh, well, they're changing the character. No, they're developing the character. You would be changing the character if any of the actual development mattered for that character. That and they're because the whole canon aspect and legend is wiped from the surface. There isn't a story to go off of right now. No, they're creating the story. You have, you have minimal bits of story from like the comics. And I don't think he's shown up in a book yet. Or, and if he has, it's he's a just been doing the comics and he's like in, whole... he's in certain point of view. Yeah. Both, well, yeah. Both from a certain point of views. Yes. Um, uh, is he narrated by John, John Hamm both times? He's narrated by John Hamm in the first one, which made a lot of I, people say like, oh, John I Hamm's going to play Boba. I think it's just him in the first one. I could be mistaken, though. I thought the voice yeah. was great. I don't see John Hamm, John Hamm obviously ever playing. No. It, um, it just, the Tuscan argument of like them focusing on the Tuscans too much, that, to me, that's like, why? Like, yeah, that's the I, story. Like, that's you can story. Al- And you can already see those threads paying off of why he's doing what he's doing, right? And and why he's changing his outfit and why he's the you know I love the is, new I love the new outfit like yeah I, just, I love like, the new outfit I wish that he kept I liked it better last season or uh, in Mandalorian when it was like newer with a bit well it had more of a tabard more okay. of like a front like the loincloth kind of look yeah yeah all um, around the waist yeah 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 whereas yeah, yeah, in yeah. this one in this one he's ditched that so you see the belt better. it was like it was like Tuscan and Bubba combined in Mandalorian now it's kind of more Boba yeah. Okay. Well, it's 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 almost identical to what he wore at the end of this episode with the armor on top. Okay. Okay. Whereas now he's yeah now he's got like kind of flight suit pants on. Yeah. yeah with yeah, a yeah. little bit of padding. Um. Do you uh, just sidebar question? Yeah. Do you think he's gonna shed the armor at some point? You don't think so? No. And and that's not because of a character development thing or anything like that. 
I think that he will. Um, I, I think that Disney has to make him keep it because here, here's my here's my thing. I'll be upfront about this. So many people defend Boba saying like, well, he had development. You just had to read this, that, or the other thing. I love Boba because he looks cool, right? I don't give a flying fuck what his character is. He's the he's my favorite visual aesthetic on any character in Star Wars. I agree with that. And even more so, even more so in once, because when the Mandalorian came out, I went, okay, fine. I like Din a little better than Boba because we have development, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had already kind of going like, you know, Fen Rao is great and and this, like, I love the Mandalorian armor. And and I kind of went, okay, but Fen Rao's really good. And then obviously, like, Cal Kestis and Kanan have stolen my heart. Like, they're up there in my top five, whatever. Um, but when he came back in The Mandalorian... It changes the game. And the way his, like that, that arm, the armor in that scene, in the, the episode that was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Episode five. Armor, oh, episode six, excuse me. Yeah. His, his look in that, his visual design in that changed everything back. I went, nope, yep. There we go. So you're, you're talking about the beaten and battered armor, right? I'm talking about the beaten and battered. Not now, the I'm okay repainted with, version. I'm okay with it being repainted. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with it being repainted. Um, but you know, the beaten and battered was that to me that that screams Boba, like yeah. to me like that. Well, and we're starting to get we're starting to get more of those dents yeah. and dings back. And yeah. actually, interestingly enough, we're getting some some new unique dents and dings. Yep. Because now he's got a specific slash across the helmet, which looks yep. really good. Yep. Um. But uh. But yeah, I mean, it's I like Boba for visual style. Now, granted. It's if you're going to develop the character, great. I'm happy with it. Right? Like <laughs> Well, we're but we're both we're both Mandalorian, not Din Djarin Mandalorian, but Mandalorian lore freak. culture. Yeah. Like that's that's what we love about Star Wars. Yeah. That you and I both have talked about for a while since we met like that's like if we could have one thing in Star Wars, like that's what we want. Right. Um I, and, I love the Jedi stuff. Yes. But if I have a preference, I like the Mandalorian stuff better. I'm with you. Now, I'm, I'm I do think you. the two are intrinsically linked. Mm -hmm. You the, the Mandalorians are cool because of their history with the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And their armor is developed that way because of that, the history with the Jedi. Um, and, uh, but I also like, you know, I love the um, the Jedi on the run stories with Cal, like Cal and, that's why I like Cal and Kanan so much. Yeah. Um, I love the, the Jedi on the run stuff. So... It's curious that, uh, or I'm curious because to me, the whole Boba, like his backstory, his like giving him more development since I've seen him come back and since I've seen him interact with Din and kind of how the series differ from each other. The way that I perceive it right now is that the creators being John Favreau, Filoni, Robert Rodriguez even included in that as well. They see Din as almost the new Boba, the guy of, of mystery, doesn't take his helmet off. He's the Mandalorian. He's doing bounty hunting missions, etc. They can shift Boba into right. something different where he takes that helmet off, which is why I asked the possibility of him leaving his armor behind at some point, that maybe it's something of the past that he needs to shed. And because we have Din, the possibility of that being a little higher because we do have That's that Mandalorian in the forefront. That's fair, but I I also think that because I do want to see okay, 
now as well, we'll talk about Legends a little bit. Uh, in Legends, he becomes Mandalore. Yes. So he, he does become the leader of Ma the Mandalorians yes. in Legends. Um, I, I think that's going to Din in canon. I do as well. Um, and I hope it does. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I hope it does. But I, I really enjoyed Boba in, in, in Mandalorian showing the chain code and showing, you know, this is my father. He got the armor from Jaston Muriel. You know, he's, I am Mandalorian by blood. It's the most we've ever gotten about Mandalorian stuff. Right. And I, and I really hope that we keep that. Mm -hmm. I hope we keep that. And I hope that, I hope that part of why Boba is because Boba left, Boba left Tatooine, right? Yep. I think that when we pick up on Boba in, um, in the Mandalorian, it's right after the Tuscans have been slaughtered. I agree. And so we know that he finds Fennec and then he goes to find his armor. And then he goes off gallivanting with, with Din. And then he goes and kills Bib Fortuna. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if some of his time with Din also helped shape his decisions, right? Seeing Din with the child and, um, having those discussions on Mandalorian culture. Um, and I wasn't, uh, um, Oh my God. I'm, why am I forgetting the name? A uh, Bo-Katan there too. Yeah. Bo-Katan was there too. That that's too. what I was, was going to say was, I want to see more conversation between Bo-Katan and that would Boba. be great. Right. Because the three of them have very different outlooks on what it means to be a Mandalorian. And I don't think we should lose that. I just like, and that's just like, you know, um, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Luke have very different outlooks on what it means to be a Jedi. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, those differences of opinion are very, very, are, are, are very important in my, in, in my eyes, because there was this argument a few years back about, Oh, or can, can you have a gray Jedi in Canon? Well, no, you can't, but you can have a Jedi with a different set of beliefs, right? Quite on. The way that exactly the way you interpret the code or even Ahsoka, I've argued that Ahsoka is the most Jedi character. Thank even though, you. Even though she claims not to be a Jedi, she is the truest she, Jedi. She follows the Jedi, like the Jedi, not not teachings, but the 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 meaning behind them to the truest sense. So, because of that, I think we need we need to have these different different interpretations on what it means to be a Jedi, and and all of that. I mean, you know, fucking just just do it, like. Just keep it. Well, and we're, like, and we, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned you mentioned Dan, you mentioned Bo, you mentioned Boba. Those are essentially, for lack of a better uh, explanation, three different tribes of Mandalore. They are they are three different tribes of Mandalore, and and then you have on. and then you have the Saxons and the Protectors. Yep, there's a there's and, a lot of them. Well, and, I mean, those are really your well, no, yeah, those are really your three, your five core, right? Because Din is part of Death Watch. Mm -hmm. um which probably granted, has a different name by now i would i'm guessing no it's still death watch is it still death watch okay. yeah and and the only reason we know that is because they call them that well maybe not maybe not so at least one or two of the action figures slash models whenever they label certain ones of those mandalorians from the culvert um like pause vizsla um they are often labeled death watch mandalorian Got it. Okay. Um, 
whereas the other ones might be labeled as culvert Mandalorian. Um, so that's a whole other question. Yeah. I'd love to do an episode on that. Let's let's do an episode on that. You um, are welcome back anytime to do that. Seriously. Uh, but uh, it's you know you've got your five your five ways of thinking. Originally, um, and I need to go back and look at the Mandalorian episode. But originally, Django is from Concord Dawn. Yes. So he would be one of the protectors. I believe the chain code said that. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, so then really you have, you have the Concord Dawn, which is Din or uh, sorry, Django and um, Fenrau. Mm -hmm. You have um, the night owls slash Mandalorian liberation. You have uh death watch, which is uh, Matt's pointing out the Mandalorians. Those are death watch. And um, that would include the armor if we're correct, right? Well, no, I'm I'm gonna say the culvert is its own. Okay. With Din, the culvert okay. w- would be its own uh, thing entirely because I think it is it is different enough where you can say, hey, this is different. The 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 Mandalorians were just Death Watch. They're following Death Watch ways. You know whether or not Maul was Mandalorian, he claimed the dark saber. Yeah, like Gar Saxon and everybody. Yeah. yeah hey, yeah. Uh, Jake, you want to do something dumb? We got like what? We got like five minutes. Yeah, we don't have very long. If you got to jump on another show, let's do something uh, dumb. Okay, what's something dumb? Oh shit! I I don't think I have a feeling, Moose. Moose if you're still watching, this is what the show becomes. I have a feeling <laughs> that it might taste a little better. Uh oh. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I really like it. It keeps most of the spice from the first blend, most of the spice from mash cut. But um, well, okay. To clarify, I would not do this with most whiskeys. Whoa, that. But way, the it point, kind of, it smooths that out a little. The bit. point is, these are so similar. Yeah, the whole point of us doing way. these is that they are so so similar. Um. So okay, this that, that actually smoothed it out a little bit. For me, anyway. Yeah, it for me it it kept the um well it also depends on how much of each one you had left. That's true. I didn't have a lot of uh what have you been drinking more of? Monkey shoulder, I think. Okay. I've also been drinking more monkey shoulder. <laughs> I do think it I do think it mellows it out a little more. Yes, yes. But it keeps a lot of that back end spice. That's really nice. Agreed. Um, okay. Last question to finish this up. I want to so this is Thrawn's comment here. You think another flashback series will involve how we got the dent? No. You don't no. think so? I don't think it fits. I don't think it fits in this episode. Now, I do think it's possible that if they do another season of Book of Boba, we see Cad Bane come in. That the well, or that the next season we see instead of one unifying story across the flashbacks, we see different points in time flashed back to. That could be cool. Like his of his life as a Mandalorian, and even you can bring in Daniel Logan to shoot him as a you know, yeah, because Daniel Logan's like early 30s, uh, he's mid 30s, yeah, I think. And uh, and he's supposed he, to be like 40, yeah, but you can bring in you can you know, clean Daniel up a little bit. And well, he still looks look, young enough, I mean, he still looks you young. can make him look like Boba in his 20s, right? Like, that um, would be super cool if they brought him back, to yeah, play. you could because you could show you know, Boba in his 20s, and then you can have another scene of Boba, you know. So whatever 
Do you do you think that has to happen? Because that was a scrapped Clone Wars thing. No, Ooh. I don't think so. Is, I don't think don't we think have it to see to it. No, I don't think we have to see it. I think that because here's the thing. It's existence. And this episode is going to prove my point. It's existence in any form proves that it happened. Right? Fair there's enough. always a bit of truth. There's always a bit of truth in legends. Fair enough. Remember that line from the Rebels advertisement. Right? Cammy and Fixer. <laughs> they're in a deleted scene. You you have a point. Right? You have a point. But because that scene exists, yes. so does this. The delegation of 10,000 or whatever um, the early Rebel Alliance was, those deleted scenes exist and are available to the public. Therefore, in my opinion, that happened, right? Um, talking about the uh, Revenge of the Sith uh, deleted scenes for anyone who has no idea what the fuck <laughs> tangent I've gone on. You know, um, the exists or or um, Chewie ripping off on Plutt's arm. That yes, okay. right. Its existence proves that it happened. And it, now, I guess, okay, go ahead. It also leaves it open for them to go back and retcon it later if they decide they have to. But you know, because I don't really give a shit that Cad Bane gave him the dent. In my I just, opinion, mm. I want to see the two of them interact. But I'd rather see like, you know, Empire Strikes Back, Boba dealing with Cad Bane. I agree. Then. You know, so the well, earliest, it would have to happen pretty early on. So, uh, the well, not necessarily. The earliest you can go is um, he had it in Empire, right? Uh, and he has it in A New Hope too. So that means any time between three and yeah. four, essentially. Yeah. So the so the meaning you can go as as early as Rogue One, mm -hmm. you can give him the dent. Or as, I'm more as, as late as Rogue One. I'm more so of like I don't need to see the dent happen. I I just want I would love to see Cad Bane in live action. That's all. Yeah. Now, That's okay. Cool. Thrawn, Thrawn brings a good point here because I'm talking about the flashback story, right? Because there's the bulk story of the flashbacks, which is the Tuscans. But Thrawn, I think, is referring to the, um, uh, there's the small clips that are happening. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, okay. I think we could see it as a small clip, right? Like the, see... you mean like the like the overlays of like the tree thing where we saw moments? Of no, him? no, no, no. Like where we saw where we saw him on Camino holding his hand up. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or or we saw him, you know, in the back the helmet. The yeah, when he's entering, when he's kind of entering that dream state before he has yeah. the Tuscan flashbacks. Got it. He has a bunch of smaller flashbacks. I think it could happen in some of the smaller flashbacks. That'd be cool. I don't necessarily think it'll happen in the um, in a main drawn out story, right? The way the Although story I, is going, it doesn't seem to fit. Anywhere. Right, right. Um, and I don't think they'll make the problem that some other shows do with flashbacks of just, well, we want to show this, so we're just going to show it, right? Yeah. Like this is very much like choices are being made for this show. Um, I would like rather than make those choices than throw in a scene just because i want to see it yeah um i agree there's plenty of scenes i want to see but i mean so um, far so good yeah so far it's been great i mean I'll look i'll be honest episode one was not very good i was like i on it. i loved it mm -hmm. i absolutely loved it because it felt like star wars but it didn't feel like good star wars what i had said was this this show from episode one i said this show reminds me of the best of bad legends, right? Mm 
most of legends is bad this reminded me of the best of it right so maybe just under shadows of the empire <laughs> right like like just barely under Fair. right Fair. um uh but holy shit the design on everything like I could gush about the designs of that freaking cantina forever. I mean, the fact that we got the freaking card dealing Rex was so cool. The the fucking R2 astromech on the drums. So cool. Like we didn't even talk about is, we didn't even talk about the Ithorian mayor and how he looks. Oh, he's great. And I love that they gave him the translator. He looks because, he looks fantastic. Yeah, he does. And then and then um, yeah, the translator it, it was very, very smart move. Very yeah. Smart. And well, I mean, we see those in we see those as early as Knights of the Old Republic in in old canon. Um, if anything, never, it's weird to me. We've never seen it in live action, have we? We've never seen it in live action, but I do think we've seen it in um, Clone Wars somewhere, or yeah. or um, Rebels, maybe. Um, I mean, I'm sure most Athorians we've seen um, that had a part to play had them. Mm -hmm. Usually, background Athorians won't have them, but if the Athorians can have a major speaking part, they'll give it. Yeah. Um, uh, in Knights of the Old Republic, though, there were some Athorians that had it. Um, I don't remember their role, but I remember it being a thing. Um, holy shit, a fucking Black Chrysanthemum. Like, <laughs> I'm so pumped. I can't wait to see that. And I haven't read, I haven't, look, I haven't read the comics, but I see his ass and I go, oh, I know who, I know who the fuck that is. Dude. Right? Like, I've read the comics that he's in, and my God. Yeah. My God. It's Afra. He first shows up in Afra? Well, no, he first shows, when he first appears, he shows up as Boba Fett's partner. Okay. That's what I thought. And then, and then we see him the next time he actually faces Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan gives him the scar on his the face, scar. his okay. lightsaber. And then he goes on a run with Afra for a long time. So I had said Vader. I think Alex had said Afra today on his show, but I, he might've just misspoke. Or uh, he might've, I mean, Afra was in Vader comics for a while. So oh, so that of, makes he, sense. He it and maybe it's a crossover where he was actually in the Vader comic, but he was with Afra, um, because that's where we first met Doctor Afra. Right, was in the Vader uh, comics, and then with yeah, uh, with the the three PO and R two Murderbot droids. Yeah, the murder yeah. Bot droids. Um, all right, Sean. Well, you have to get out of here. You're jumping. I have to... more boba. Yes, <laughs> and finish this whiskey. Yeah, uh, but before we wrap up, why don't you let the the good people know where they can find you online, even though they probably know. Uh. I think everyone here already follows me yeah. and, and uh, probably follows me more than most. Uh, but if you don't uh, suit up Sully on Twitter and Sean Sully on Twitch are the two big ones. Um, I stream like three times, four times a week now. Um, and then immediately after this, the Gucci verse on YouTube, uh, I'll post a link on my Twitter in, in two minutes. And uh, we're going to gush about this episode some more. And Saul will probably say something to get him canceled. Uh, <laughs> Oh, god he said some things last week um but uh jake i will uh, whatever you want to do this i'm down anytime man. I'm we're, we're definitely doing a mandalorian backstory history episode absolutely i'm down yep, yep. all right well i love you guys i gotta run thanks so man let's, appreciate let's, it where do you need to be are uh, you staying I, no i'm gonna wrap up right now so all right well, thank you, you to everyone up. who joined uh i'll be back in about two weeks for another episode so everyone in the chat, thank you guys so much. Uh, Pocketbooks movies, certain point of view here all the time. Twitter, Qui-Gon Jake. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye, guys.